Hello, it's Shelley F. Knight, bringing you Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. show we're joined by Lindsay Ann Gould and she's a podcaster and business coach so hello Lindsay. Hi Shelley how are you? I'm really good. Now I've been <laughs> a little bit nervous about having you on you are my podcast guru you are the lady that taught me all about podcasting so I'm a little bit nervous so don't give me marks out of 10 or anything let's just go full on in. <laughs> don't ever be like no don't be silly no I'm really excited to be here it's really great thank you for having me. Oh, bless you. So I know you professionally, so you got me where I am today, but everyone's got a backstory. So please do share with us your one story of positive change. Okay. So um, as you've already said, I'm a podcasting and business coach. And a lot of the reason that I do what I do is related to this story that I'm about to tell you. So um, I grew up in Northwest of England, mum and dad, brother, happy childhood, you know, um, we weren't rich, we weren't poor, we had enough, but we didn't have anything extra really, you know, it was a lovely, happy childhood. Um, When I got into my teenage years, um, actually probably a little bit earlier than that, um, it became really apparent to me that my mum, who was an incredible artist, incredible artist, um, she wanted more and we got talking one day you know you know when you're thinking about what do I want to do when I grow up Mm. I remember asking my mum about it and saying what did you what did you want to do when you when you grew up mum like just assuming that there was something that she hadn't told me and there was something and she said you know I'd always I'd always wanted to go to art school and me being me I was even the same as a kid I was like well why didn't you do it why didn't you go (laughs) And she was like, well, I had you two and, you know, I I wouldn't change my life for the world. And it just happened. And and we, we, you know, I just didn't go. I didn't end up going. And we talked about it more. And over the years, it was, it it started to really bother me. The fact that my mum had this amazing potential. She had this just a fantastic gift she was incredibly creative in lots of different ways but she was a brilliant artist as well and I know that she would have absolutely adored to have gone to art school now when I was in my early 20s my mum contracted cancer and unfortunately she she passed away 21 years ago now this month and her passing has affected me obviously in a lot of different ways but one of the big things is those conversations that I had with my mum about potential and about her not doing what absolutely she really wanted to do now I know that she loved her life I know she said that she wouldn't have changed it and I'm I know she was very happy but I also know she would have been even more happy if she'd have been able to fulfill that dream and that little part of her that really wanted to be creative and and stand out and go to art school and who knows how her life would have been different um so her having those conversations with me changed me massively it made me think at my think about my own career in my early career before I had my business it made me go for things that perhaps I didn't think I was 100% ready for and I would just think well 
you know, what's the worst that can happen? I'll get turned down, you know, yeah. I'm just going to go for it. So it's changed me as a person because it's made me braver. It's made me think, okay, I might not know how to do A, B and C, but I can do all the rest of it. So let's give this a go and trust that I've got the ability to work out how to do the other stuff. And I've got a mouth so I can ask a question. I can figure things out. So I did that in my entire career and it served me really well. I got promoted really quickly. I got some fantastic opportunities. I ended up um, doing director of HR positions. I did really, really well. Um, but it got to the stage with my career where it, it wasn't enough anymore. Um, I got into HR in the first place because I wanted to help people. I wanted to help them be the best they could be. It's that common thread. It's that potential thread that's run through my entire life because of those conversations. And um, I got promoted quickly, as I say, but then it got to the stage where rather than helping the people in the businesses, it was more about helping the business sort of protect themselves. And it just didn't feel good anymore. So there were a few years where I felt really unfulfilled in what I was doing. I knew I wanted more. My husband was training to be a teacher and um, he finished his degree, got a job in teaching. And I vividly remember a conversation that first week when he came home after, you know, his, his first job, first week. I was like, right, okay, what was it like? You know, have you enjoyed it? Have you made the right decision? And I remember him saying, I wish I'd done this earlier. This is exactly what I was meant to do. And of course, I was really happy for him. But the biggest feeling I had right then was absolute jealousy. Yeah. Absolute jealousy that he was living this life that where he was having an impact, he was helping people and he was just enjoying it. He was enjoying himself. And it was that moment that was in September 2015. And then by the end of that year, I'd started my own business. I'd left my job. I'd started because I had that thought in my head. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So I did it. Um, I started consulting. I started um, coaching, which is what I do. You know, I've been a trained coach for a long time. And then I'd been listening to podcasts for years about you know, how to change a job, how to do different things that I wanted to do because I didn't have anybody in my own life that um, was doing the sort of thing that I wanted to do. So these podcasts really helped me at the time. So I knew that when I started my own business, I wanted to have my own podcast. I wanted to do for other people what they had done for me. And when I did that, I started to get lots of people ask me about podcasting. And it's so funny how things come full circle, isn't it? That, yeah. you know, that I'd originally started out wanting to help people fulfill the potential. And that's exactly what I do now. Um, so what happened was I started pivoting away from just pure coaching into business coaching. And then eventually now into helping people start and grow podcasts that help them have more impact, use their voice, live up to their potential ultimately. Um, which is exactly what my mum taught me all those years. I mean, it's a long time ago. I'm 43 now, so it's a long time ago. But it's it's this common thread that's sort of come through every part of my career, every part of my life, the way I've parented my children, the sort of friend I've been. And it's amazing how it's come full circle that, you know, listening to those podcasts all those years ago, listening to my mum talk about how passionate she was about art and being an artist not fulfilling that 
And it got to the stage with my own business where when I was speaking to women and I could hear the potential that they had, I would physically feel it. I would physically feel pain that they weren't living up to their potential. So it's why I do what I do now. I am incredibly passionate, as you know, about getting more female voices heard in particular, because there aren't as many women at the top in podcasting. And that's really important to me. So that story, that conversation with my mum has led to so many opportunities and avenues and and directions for me in my own career, in my own business, in my own life as a wife, a parent. And it's meant that it's meant that I've been able to bring something really positive about out of something that was, you know, incredibly heartbreaking, losing my mum. It made me think, you know, life is way too short. Way, way too short. And every so often, I don't know about you, don't know about anybody that's listening, every so often I'll get this sort of moment of reality where I'll think, oh, I'm 43. My eldest is off at uni now. I need to, I, I need to step this right up. Um, and I do that often and it, it propels me forward. It pushes me forward. And I hear my mum often tell me that, you know, you can do anything you want to as long as you work hard enough. And I've always had that work ethic. I've always had that, you know, do everything you can to get where you need to be. Um, do it in the right way. Do it with authenticity. Do it with love. Do it with compassion and you'll get there. So I guess, I guess that's my story of, of, of change, positive change. It was incredibly hard at the time losing her. Um, but her, her memories lived on, her messages have lived on. Um, and they've created this drive in me to make sure that I myself live up to my own potential, but that I help as many women as possible do exactly the same. That's truly beautiful. Like your grief journey is just beautiful. And I think it's just so powerful that your mum in probably a simple conversation Mm. said, you know, that, oh, I want to be an artist, but I didn't. And just that simple conversation, the power of those words. And here you are like 21 years later, working with getting women to, you know, share their words, which might seem simple. And you never know the impact of your words. So the synchronicity between your mum's words many years ago into what you do now is absolutely beautiful. Mm. And I agree. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you know, like maybe we should be having more conversation with our mums, our partners, ourselves about what is it that lights you up? What is important to you? What mm. dreams in your head and not in your hands, you know, and it is those simple tools, isn't it? hundred mm, percent. I mean, she, she, unfortunately she'll never know about that impact that she's had, but I, I, I like to feel she does. I like to feel she does know. Yeah. I do think she does. And I, you know, the, the conversations that I had with my mum, I make sure I have those conversations with my girls now. So I know how important they are. You're quite right. We don't speak about this stuff enough, do we? With our, no. with the people closest to us, because we take it for granted. They're just there and they'll always be there, but we just never know what's around the corner. I'm not trying to be negative, but we don't, we, we just don't know what is around the corner. It's so important to have those conversations and to, take action and do the things that we dream about doing because we've only got one shot at this so use those conversations something something quite something really heartbreaking that can happen to you in the past can can end up being such a beautiful thing for you in the future it doesn't have to be 
negative. It doesn't have to be something that defines you. It can be something that helps both you and a heck of a lot of other people as well. Yeah, there is an absolute collateral beauty to grief. I think that whilst it happens and it's heartbreaking, it changes you as a person. Sometimes it's almost like a spiritual emergency. You come out and you think, right, I'm not going to do that to my life. You either sort of want their life like that or you go the other way thinking, actually, that's not going to happen to me. I'm going all in, which is what yeah. you've done. Yeah. And you're right, life is so short. And I think, you know, the unique times of 2020, we've all had to face our own mortality, the healthiest, the young, the old. We've all been there facing it and you're right and I stand in the kitchen with my family and they think I'm miserable Lindsay because I say at the age of 46 that I've got more years behind me than I have in front of me and you I, don't know that you well, don't, I don't know I that. don't know I'm pretty tired love pretty tired <laughs> <laughs> and they say like for god's sake mom you put me off my cornflakes but it's true that I've got more years behind me than I have in front of me but I kind of love that I love all the lessons I've got and you know like my crapometer if you will I don't give a crap about half the stuff I used to and I've just been so courageous in the last two years I used to have a fear of public speaking I'm now on a podcast I've got a YouTube channel and I'm just thinking like you said what's the worst that could happen you know yeah. and it's like your husband being a teacher when you know that you're doing something and it lights you up like I love podcasting because I'm just mm. having like girls nights in talking yeah. to men you know and it's just like the best job in the world and it is, isn't it? Just sort of like thinking, you know, I'm not invincible. Even if I wear a cape, I can still could die at any given moment. Mm. What lights me up? And it is the podcast in using my voice and things like that. Yeah. yeah, but I just love it. What other words did your mum tell you that inspire you? Um, it, it was definitely that work ethic for me. So I struggled with it um, in my career a little bit, actually. It's interesting that, so she always said to me, you can do anything you want to. You can be anything you want to if you work hard enough. So it was that little caveat on the end, if you work <laughs> hard enough. So it's it's led to an incredible work ethic for me. You know, I work hard, but I did struggle with it, especially when I started my business, because you don't have you don't have a cutoff, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you could just work 24 hours if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so it. it Although it inspired me, although it made me have that work ethic, you know, that work hard mindset, it also led to me probably working way too much when I started my business, way too much, you know, struggling to close the laptop. And when we're getting started, we're all very scrappy, aren't we? You know, yeah. we're, you know, finding a bit of space in the corner of the room. And, you know, I didn't have my own office at that point or anything like that. So, I didn't have those boundaries to just shut the laptop and get on with my family life. And I'd be like, I'm just going to log back on. I'm just going to do this. Um, so yeah, that, that was difficult because I had that common thread in my mind, you know, you've got to work hard, you've got to work hard, which I do believe, you know, I have gone back full circle with it again, that, you know, nothing is completely easy. You know, if anybody online is saying to you, you know, you can make six figures in six minutes. I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Some of the <laughs> BS you hear. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't agree with any of that at all. I do agree that, you know, this stuff takes time. It takes time. It takes effort, it takes resilience. So I think what my mum has taught me is that, yeah, it, it, it is, it is the right thing to work hard for something that you really want and that you really believe in something that you love I think if you're working really hard in a job that you hate, I can't think of anything worse, but 
it genuinely doesn't feel too much like work for me. You know, I, I love what I do. I love it. I love the fact that I'm speaking to you now and you were a product of me <laughs> having a course and your confidence grew and you just went for it. I, I love that about you. Um, so, so that, you know, this is just a real treat for me having this conversation <laughs> with you on your own podcast, because you've done it, you've got out there and done it. And I know you struggled at the start, you know, can I do it? Can I not? Yeah. You just smashed it out of the park. It's been brilliant. So she, she's taught me that, you know, work hard, but it's about that resilience because during the time that you're working hard, during the time that you're building things up, whatever it is in your life, it doesn't have to be a business, whatever it is you're going to fail at some point. There are yeah. going to be massive mistakes you make. I've made loads, I've made tons of mistakes. I've done things that haven't worked. I've pitched things incorrectly. I got my messaging wrong. There's all sorts of things, but I think what, what, what has helped me with my mum, some of the messages she's given me is around, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Just keep going, just stand up again, just keep going, try again, try a different way, learn from it and be resilient. She was never the sort of mum. if I fell over as a child and hurt my knee, if I started crying, obviously she'd comfort me, <laughs> but then she'd be like, right, come on, let's get on with it. Yeah. She was very much like that. And I think that has helped instill that in me that, you know, you, you just, you just get on with it. You just carry on, not at the detriment of your health, not at the detriment of your mental well-being, but every failure is a, is a, is a learning, you know, you can just learn from it. I'm looking down all the time here because I've actually got a picture here of my mum with me when I was little Aww. and it's on my desk all the time specifically because of what we've talked about today. The fact that she massively inspired me. Everything I do is probably going back to conversations I've had with my mum. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. I honestly do. Just like the impact she's had on your life. Mm -hmm. I think when you're loved that much that that lives on throughout your life without the physical presence, I think it's the most beautiful gift. I know it hurts mm -hmm. like mad. I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. playing it yeah. down, but you can just see the way that you're talking and the business. Like when I worked with you, it's really obvious that you're not just doing a job to pay the mortgage. You are all mm -hmm. in. Anyone should work with Lindsay because you're a real like I know you do can work with men, but you work with women and you always used to say to me, It's all right, Shelley, I've got your back. And I felt it. I truly felt it. And so Thank I just you. love that your mum's energy is still in you today. I absolutely love it. And you said a real key thing about like you can work really hard in a job you hate. And people do, and I don't know what they think that's gonna happen, like a job promotion or that's what you're meant to do in life, but if you haven't got the passion, you're not really going anywhere. And you said about the making mistakes. And I love that because I think if you're making mistakes, you're having a good try. Because I had this conversation with my mum recently that she says like, oh, you've always got different friends, haven't you? I've had the same ones for 45 years. And in the nicest possible way, I kind of told her that if you've still got the same friends after 45 years, you're probably doing the same things you were doing 45 years ago. Whereas I've gone like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I've gone down on the spiritual path. I was had nursing friends, but now I've got like author friends and podcasting friends. But mm. I think when you're making mistakes and your friends are changing and you're changing, it's because, you know, you're trying absolutely everything you can. Yeah. It's about growing, isn't it? I can't imagine having the same friends when I was at nursery. <laughs> No. imagine doing that yeah you, you grow you change you evolve and that's the beauty of it isn't it yeah um I I don't understand people who can stay in the same job for oh, forever for life <laughs> can't imagine it great for them 
you do you but I, I, I think there's nothing more stifling um for that for me I just couldn't imagine doing that especially yeah. in something you hate yeah if you hate when... it yeah if you love it fair enough but if you're there for like 45 years going oh my god I hate this job you know I can feel my I soul know. shriveling <laughs> one of the things that I thought about when I was in my job one of the big things that made me think yeah this is time to get out I remember looking at who was above me who were the jobs who who were filling the jobs that were above me on the career ladder so to speak and I thought do I want any of those jobs and the answer was always no (laughs) (laughs) don't want that job I don't want to do what he does I don't enjoy that um so yeah if that is the case for you just get out you're clearly not on the right career path if the people above you you don't want their jobs that's a really valuable tool that's gonna be this week's tool this week's episode we encourage you to sit there in your job and then look at the person above you do they look happy or have they got one of those faces that says i'm just here to pay the mortgage have they got a brown nose from getting the way up the career ladder do you know what i mean (laughs) you know so look at their nose look at their face and just think do i want to become that is this why i'm on this earthly plane you know i think Mm. it's really valuable look up yeah it's the same if you have your own business too genuinely if you look ahead on your business and you look at your projections I don't mean financial I mean where you're growing into you know what you're doing if there's anything down the line that you think well that's not the direction I want to be in that's not who I want to be then pivot change that is the beauty of your own business and, and your own podcast for that matter you can just pivot you can change it whenever you want to like you don't me. have to stay on a path yeah exactly <laughs> don't have to stay on a path you don't want to be on why 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 would you do that bless you I think you've just had so many things today that people really absolutely love I mean like you know life is too short follow your passion Mm. reach your potential try things fail spectacularly absolutely go on out fall in your face and bounce back again I absolutely love it (laughs) so bless you how can people reach you to work with you because you know it will change their life Go on. Oh, bless you. <laughs> um, you can find me on social media. So I've got a group on Facebook called Podcasting for Business Community. Um, Shelley's in there. Um, so you can come and join us there. I'm on Instagram and it's at Lindsay Ann Gould. Um, I think the links will be in the show notes, probably. Absolutely. Nobody ever knows how to spell Lindsay or Gould <laughs> for that matter. So um, yeah, the links will be there. Um, my website is lindsayann.com. And, you know, if you're interested in podcasting, being a guest on a podcast, I'm happy to chat with you um, about that. I love talking to people about getting started. So yeah, come and find me. Do go and find her because if it wasn't for you <laughs> with the beautiful synchronicities that led to us meeting and things like that, I wouldn't be here today. There's probably some yeah. listeners thinking, well, that's a shame because you are love. But <laughs> I wish you'd never met her. But for the positive listeners, you know, go and check Lindsay out and you too could have your own podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Shelley. I've loved it. Bless you. Thank you for sharing. Because, you know, there's been a lot of laughter, but thank you for sharing your grief journey as well today. You're welcome. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a positive review. If you would like to create your own positive changes, you can buy Positive Changes, a self-kickbook from all online book retailers or from ShellyFKnight.com. If you need a dollop of positivity until the next episode, come like and follow us over on Facebook at ShellyFKnight, Life Goes On. As always, I've been Shelley F. Knight and you've been amazing.